This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. everybody, welcome back to Pillow Talk with Mark and B. I'm B, and I'm here with my boyfriend. Hey, I'm Mark. Uh, welcome to our Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk. Mm, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite things today. Favorite thing? One of my... F- yeah, yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> hmm, interesting. But before we get into the episode, uh, let's just uh, give out some socials. Yeah, if you guys want to connect with us, uh, feel free to reach us at uh, Pillow Talk with Mark and B at gmail.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Pillow Talk with Mark and B and Twitter at PT with Mark and B. And if you want to support the show, make sure you check out Patreon uh, at Pillow Talk with Mark and B. And we got a Patreon. Yeah, yeah. So go support the show. It's only $1 a month if you want to. uh, And it really helps us just continue to be motivated to release episodes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So shout out to Stephanie. Thank you. Yeah, thank you to our new uh, Patreon member, Stephanie. Um, Very cool. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. Super exciting. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like uh, validation through money is, you know, one of the highest forms of validation. Somebody can say, oh, good job. But it's like when you get a dollar, it's like that person means it. A hundred percent. So it's nice. That is nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, If you also want to support us another way, we have merch. So if you head over to Teespring, T-E-E Spring, but the link's in the podcast description below. Yeah. We sell hoodies. We sell toques. We sell coffee mugs, all that kind of stuff. So if you want- pillows oh yeah <laughs> uh so if you want one of those cool uh, items and support the show that way um yeah go check out teespring or check our episode description and you can find all the links there and very one stop easy one stop shop we yeah. love that yeah <laughs> okay so before we get into the episode make sure you grab your partner now that the ads are over you don't want to put them yeah, through that don't put no, that no, through that's no. just rude that's just that's just rude, rude. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, grab your partners, grab your loved ones, grab a sibling, whatever, and get cozy. Uh, but only if they're over 18. Yes, over 18 for yeah. this one. Yeah, this episode, we're going to be talking about drug usage. Um, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. The Drugs, devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. <laughs> All of the, the bad things in the world. Yeah. We're going to start off with a quick, like, little disclaimer. Like, don't, don't fucking do drugs. Yeah. Like, don't listen to this and now think drugs are cool and go If you're drugs. under 18, 
I will tell you, don't do drugs. It changes the way that your brain is formed. Yeah. Wait till you're over 18. Actually, wait till you're closer to 25, I would say. Yeah. But you do drugs when you're older. All the power to you. Yeah. Whatever. Don't do it as a kid. It yeah. will mess your brain up. Yeah, for sure. And also about drugs, like it can mess your life up too if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we hear about alcoholism. Addiction we, is a very, very real thing. Exactly. So you don't want to dabble with drugs if you have addictive tendencies. Like mm-hmm. uh, you want to be safe. Um, we're going to talk about it. Like each one of these drugs we talk about, kind of there's varying levels of risk and varying levels of uh, preparation that you got to do to kind of do it, you know? Yep. And we'll dive into a little bit of that. But just know... Um, just because we've had good experience, some bad experiences with drugs, yeah, just don't go live your own life. We're not yeah. telling you what to do. We're here to talk about our experiences yeah. as it relates as it relates to these things. Yeah. But we would also love to hear your experiences. So mm-hmm. make sure you do emails and like your thoughts. Um, yeah, some you, crazy trips that you've been on, <laughs> yeah, the worst trip, the best trip, all of the mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Okay. Let's start with. Well, actually, let's blanket this first. What did you? What were you taught? about drugs when you were younger yeah so growing up i was like i was brought up in a religious household so drugs were not good you know even alcohol my parents never drank when i was younger they might have had the odd cup of wine here and there at christmas type thing but like never okay um so there was never much like discussion about it it was just like you know don't do drugs you know, it's a sin, essentially. Drunkenness okay. is bad. And they never really gave you any details you, as to why? You or? never really needed it. I never really needed any more than drugs are bad. And then um, when I was growing up, I had, I still do have an older brother who's significantly older than me, like five or six years or something like that. So when I was, you know, 12, he was already 18 plus and mm. already getting into some of the more crazy stuff like that. Okay. And uh, I, I never seen him do it. I never really seen how it have pe- impacted his life. Like weed, mm-hmm. I think was the big one. Okay. Um, but I do know the outcomes and like, you know, there was some definitely negativity surrounding it. Okay. Uh, some valid, some not valid, whatever. But basically I had an older brother who did it. I seen a little bit of like, okay, definitely don't do it now. I've seen that he got in a lot of trouble type thing. Mm, okay. But that was basically all. Um, I didn't do any drugs. I didn't drink even until I was like 31. You didn't touch anything? Yeah. I had the odd sip here and there, but I never was drunk and I never smoked like a joint or nothing. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that was kind of mine. It's like a very typical Christian experience. You're told not to do it. You're told it's a sin. Um, and that's kind of, you yeah. see the odd person here or there get out ousted yeah. or whatever. Kicked out. Um, yeah. And that was kind of my experience. Okay. Mine's a little bit different. I did have a conversation with my uncle as to why we shouldn't do drugs or like all that kind of stuff and he said that in the bible the fruit of the spirit love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness and self-control i sure. think they all are sure wow okay, <laughs> and, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah we've read the bible a few times um but self-control was why he said no to drugs like yeah you, you don't have control over yourself blah 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 so you're not one with the spirit mm-hmm. So that was kind of my talk from him. Um, But for my parents, there was no conversation. You did not do drugs. I think my dad partied when he was younger, but that was like, I partied, it wasn't good. You don't do it. We did not have alcohol in the house. My sister brought in alcohol a few times and he dumped it down the the sink. Okay, so they were crazy about it. Very, very, like it is not good. You don't do it. But we were never educated. I do, I... I do know that there, or I was told that there were addiction issues in our family. Hmm. Maybe that's why, but we were, it was just a blanket. Don't do it. You're going to hell. 
Yeah, fair enough. Um, pouring it down the sink. Like, I don't think my parents were ever that drastic with it. I think she had a party, and he walked in, and in oh. front of all of her friends, <laughs> poured it down the sink. Okay, so it might have been more of a life lesson moment. Yeah, I would like, say, like, you were told not to have any drinks. alcohol. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, fair enough, it's fair nuts. enough. But yeah, very, we were not, we didn't talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like, so I didn't do it till I was 30. Like, so, you know... I wasn't Christian this whole time. I was Christian until I was like maybe 20, mm. you know, and then I kind of still just didn't do it. And going forward, it was kind of just like, well, I don't think I need to do it. Like I already, so lots of people will say, well, if you smoke some weed, uh, drink some alcohol, you're going to have fun. You're going to have a good time. Oh, and I'd always say like, well, I'm already having a good time. I'm already having a lot of fun. So I don't need to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I have never liked the taste of alcohol. Yeah. Maybe we yeah. should start with alcohol because it's real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I think my uncle gave me like a, a bottle of, I don't know, Mike's hard lemonade or something like that when I was like 16 to try at like yeah. a big lobster dinner family <laughs> thing. But, and I was like, yes, like this is so cool. I'm so awesome. It did not, I didn't like the taste. I sat there and faked <laughs> it so that I could like see more adult. I've never <laughs> liked the taste of alcohol. Yeah, it is absolutely gross. Yeah. Um, I've tr- people always, always, no, try this drink. You're going to love it. Yeah. I don't I understand don't the whole suffer for years so. and years until you burn away all of your taste yeah. buds and then it tastes good. At least with weed, we admit like fucking smoking weed is gross, but the benefits are nice. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Whereas, yeah, with the benefits of alcohol, I have been drunk, I would say maybe 10 times. Okay. And I don't like it. Like, I don't like spinning. I don't like mm. the sense where I can't walk in a straight line. I don't, mm. I would say for a long time. Um, my control issues are why I've stayed away from most drugs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and for and me, a very similar thing. Like, yeah, you you just, we, we like being in control. We both mm-hmm. like managing and whatever. I do not like knowing that I could sit in a room and say something stupid and have no control over it. That's yeah. weird to me. Yeah. Or, yeah, it did seem weird to me. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I've been drunk. I think the first time I got drunk, it was like I was pissed at a boyfriend and I was like, let's get drunk. <laughs> And I think he was there with me. Like, <laughs> yeah, super like I it was awful. Like, I remember going to bed that night and still spinning, waking up the next morning, still spinning. Like, Ugh. it was super. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I've gone out before and like drank to go out and I'm not a big dancer, really. Um, So that would be nice if I'd go out, I would drink and then I would dance. But yeah. I'm more like if I'm at a club, I'll sit there and watch people <laughs> and just kind of hang out on the side and yeah. be around but not be the main event, you know? Yeah, yeah. You got drunk for the first time with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> at lots of just stumbling around like an idiot. Yeah, he was laying on the ground in the kitchen for a while. We were coloring. <laughs> we were playing a game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it was fun. Like... Yeah, people obviously do it for a reason because it is a lot of fun just stumbling mm-hmm. around acting like a little bit of an idiot. Yeah. It is fun to kind of lose yourself a little bit if you're around people that... That want to be in that kind of yeah. vibe with you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. There's no judgments. There's yeah. no... We went to a party this summer, actually, where you had... What did you call it? Oh, Riot Punch. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> It was just like basically... 16 different alcohols in a bottle with like maybe... It was just alcohol and Kool-Aid. A teaspoon of It was just vodka. And, it no, was, it was a lot of Kool-Aid. Just, was it? I had to mask the the the, Ugh, the full vodka. Disgusting. Yeah, it was a situation. But yeah, it was like a lot of fun. I just was drunk hanging out with friends. Yeah, whatever. you were like, dancing. You were, you were the life of the party that night, actually. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, with all these things, like, 
it, it really comes down to the person. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm not a violent person. Yeah. I'm not a belligerent person. Right. So even when I drink, I don't feel like I'm like that, mm-hmm. you know? And that's one of the main things about alcohol I really don't lo- like is, you know, I've seen lots of people drink and stuff and they just turn into fucking asshats. Yeah. And, you know, picking fights and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or like those, like, I don't know. California girls. They're just like stupid and drunk and saying <laughs> yeah. things. And like Jersey Shore, not cute. Yeah. It's yeah. just not that. I've never wanted to look like that. Yeah. So I've stayed away from alcohol for the most point. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's kind of my mindset on that. Yeah. So now I think we might get drunk maybe once or twice a year. If yeah. that. If that. But like, like to me, suffering to get drunk. Yeah. Like yeah. It takes so long. You have to drink so much. It's like a I mental head it. game every time we take oh, a shot. No. You got to do like a five minute prep. It's fucked. Yes. I don't like alcohol. Yeah. I I don't think I ever will like alcohol. No. It all tastes gross. I do like some wine, some rosé. Sure. But that's mostly with, like, girlfriends. Yeah. Actually, your brother brought over a bottle of wine and I downed with him. But it's <laughs> different. Like, <laughs> it was homemade wine. Homemade Toilet wine. Toilet wine. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't typically drink. I don't like the headache. I don't yeah. like to lose control. Yeah. Um, weed. Weed. Yeah, we'll jump into weed. Um, I got... I was exposed to weed a lot sooner than you were. Yeah. Uh, younger for sure much younger much younger much much younger uh, you did it younger and then you did it like once or twice and then you yeah. didn't do it again so the first time i was exposed to it i was maybe 12 there was somebody <laughs> there was somebody in my class and he had a pipe and he was like yo I, I need to hide this from my parents can you take it home now what i think of a pipe now is a lot different than what he handed me it looked <laughs> like it was almost like a a, a tool that was jimmy rigged Oh, I even now I don't think I would know how to use the pipe that he gave. <laughs> what the fuck? Like it was super weird. Couldn't tell you what it was. Couldn't tell you where you put the weed in. Like I knew nothing about anything <laughs> at that time. So I was like, no problem. But I mean, I felt cool. Like I was like, like out on the streets now, <laughs> thug life. Oh wow! <laughs> and then so I um, brought that home, and then I told my older brother. I was like, yo, I have a pipe. This is so cool. Like you want to see? And he was like, yeah, I'd love to see. And then brought him down to my room and showed him, and he grabbed it from me and ran upstairs to my parents. Little and was like, tale. Beth smoking weed, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what the fuck? I couldn't, I didn't. I, I didn't, don't even know how. I didn't know anything. I lied. <laughs> the whole time I lied to make it sound like I was cooler, I didn't know <laughs> shit about shit. Um, it wasn't until I was 13 or 14 that I was babysitting for my best friend's older sister. She had a bong shop with her boyfriend. They oh. owned a bong shop. And we knew about it. We could smell the weed sometimes when we came over, but that's it. Again, nobody talked about it. Everybody talked about how they were like, you know, they're living this crazy life and they're going nowhere and blah, blah, blah. But he owns a bong, bong shop. I think yeah. now they have like four or five locations in Calgary. Perfect. So I was like, again, 13, 14. They shouldn't have done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they came home and they were like, hey, do you want to get high with us? We're just going to smoke some weed. And we were like, okay, sure. So they brought us into this bathroom and it was a volcano. So essentially this bag fills with vapor that's just pure THC or whatever. And then we smoke it. I was laying on the couch that night with my best friend rhyming words for hours, (laughs) like just hours. They gave us (laughs) chips at some point and (laughs) that's kind of like hours. Jeez. That was the first time. I think that was the probably the most high that I had been until like later on in my life. Sure. Um, that was, yeah, we, that was kind of the initial, like, okay, I've done it. I kind of know more about it. I'm starting to see different ways where you can do it. Yeah. Like it all of a sudden started becoming more of a world to me. Yeah. Then my older or my best friend's older brother, who was much closer to our age, he used to smoke in their garage. 
their parents thought was if I like he's gonna do it regardless I'd rather him do it in the garage where I can keep an eye out on him it's and not out on the town exactly yeah. and at this point it was still very illegal sure so we would hang out with them and listen to like stoner music and like ludicrous and like all of this <laughs> stuff but I never really smoked it with them okay um my sister started smoking later on when I was like, I don't know, 18, 19. She knew everything. She knew how to roll it. She knew how to grind <laughs> it. She knew all of that stuff. Yeah, it's a whole process. Yeah. It's a whole uh, situation a whole getting situation. it all ready. But yeah, I never really knew it. My boyfriend at the time was a rigger, so he would get drug tested and all that kind of stuff. When he lost his job, he did start smoking. Hmm. And then that was kind of at the end of our relationship. So we were living together. But not dating. He was just like waiting for him to get out. (laughs) It was awful. Um, But we, he started smoking weed. And Mm. so that was kind of where it was kind of re-entered into my life. And then when he moved out, that's when it became legal. And if you had a prescription. Mm. So I jumped on that because I was like, (laughs) listen, I'm not like, I'm I'm not not a criminal. I'm not a criminal. But so I started getting prescriptions. Then I had access to this website where it would tell you how much THC, how much CBD, all of the things that you see now in stores, I saw for the first time on this website. And I was working at BP's at the time, and everybody needed them. Like, (laughs) So I had a taco box and all of my different strains of weed, (laughs) and I would help them out (laughs) here and there. We had some people at BP's uh, who were like making weed pills out of the stuff that I gave them. Like... (laughs) It was rowdy. You were a full-on drug dealer. Very rowdy. I like that. Yeah. Badass. You Walking know. in with your little tackle <laughs> box. Yeah. <laughs> Going and... fishing, dear. <laughs> yeah. It was... I just needed to take care of everybody. You know? <laughs> I, needed, I needed to make sure everybody was taken care of. Yeah. Then I, I've pretty much been consistently smoking ever since. So I would say like 22, 21, maybe 23. Yeah. Kind of consistently smoked out of everything. I've smoked like oils, THC, or oils pens shatter all of it edibles edibles been there done that yeah it's fun there's a lot of different ways to consume it there's a lot of we've actually made cookies yeah together yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, your best friend helped us with that (laughs) um yeah that's my weed journey yeah okay i'll tell you a little bit about mine and then we're gonna talk a little bit about like the things we like about it the things we don't like Mm -hmm. um so yeah like i said i hadn't smoked weed until i was like 31 and it was kind of yeah you know I didn't, I felt like I didn't need to. And I felt like also I didn't want to lose the control. And the first time I smoked weed, I was right. I lost control. and I really did not like it. What do you mean lost control? Just like, uh, so <laughs> the first time I got high, it was for my other podcast, Lorehammer. The <laughs> listeners, they really wanted to get us high. high. Hammer. Yeah. And just <laughs> let, let us ramble about 40 K. Yeah. Sounds incredible. <laughs> so that's what we ended up doing. Uh, we ended up having edibles, which is different than if you smoke it. It's Definitely. a different type of high. Yeah. And yeah, I just remember like being too high, not being able to talk, not being able to finish thoughts or like not being able to keep up with the flow of conversations. Did anybody tell you what might happen to you before you did it? Like, yeah. Like actually what might happen mm, to you? No, like you kind of watch TV shows. Like I wa- grew up watching that 70s show and you see <laughs> them getting high in the basement. It's like everything's swirling. Uh. <laughs> you know, you see TV examples of it where, you know, they 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 compare it closer almost to like the experiences you would have on mushrooms, really, mm. than you would actually smoking weed where right. it's like... So people who smoked weed clearly didn't write the shows. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, I didn't really know what to expect. Your friends say, oh, yeah, you feel lightheaded. Even now it's hard to describe kind yeah. of all of it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I did it, and I just end up sitting there quietly, like, not being able to do anything. 
And then I ate a bunch of food and then fucked off and played with a cat. And that was about (laughs) it. Uh, I really didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I did not like that loss of control, that loss of like uh, ability to speak. Well, and as a podcaster too, you've got a job to do. So all of a sudden you can't can't even read. Yeah, and you're like, shit, this is going out to like, you know, thousands of, you know, uh, and I I don't think it was the right environment for my first time being high. Fair. Um, But whatever, live and learn. (laughs) And we'll never know how that went because it was lost anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because you guys were too high. We got too high and lost (laughs) the episode. (laughs) The irony is so funny. Um, What about the second time? Yeah, so then the second time I did it with uh, the same friend and his girlfriend. And um, I got invited off to their place and... uh, I smoked weed and I was invited over to their place. Mm-hmm. I was welcome there. Yeah. But I got it in my head somehow while I'm being high that I wasn't there, allowed to be there. And I'm like, I yeah, should like go you were home. Acting weird. And I was acting weird. And I was super self conscious and super paranoid. And, you know, just <laughs> just in my head thinking about things. Like, are they going to care if I'm doing care? this? Are they watching me? Yeah, exactly. Guarantee they were not. They, yeah, they didn't, were watching a movie. They were doing their own thing. <laughs> you know, they were high and enjoying life themselves. They didn't yeah. care what I was doing. But, like, it ended up, like, kind of really forcing me to confront, like, kind of how I viewed myself. You know, like, everyone wants people to like them. Everyone wants people to, like, look at them and, mm. you know, respect them. Right. Um, and yeah, I felt like kind of I lost a lot of that, like when I was high. Um, Interesting. But I ultimately learned it was just all—it's all in my head, but in my head for a good reason. Like, yeah, maybe I am doing weird things, or maybe yeah, this is that, or whatever. You start unpacking things a little more, and um, what ended up happening is, yeah, I didn't enjoy it that time. And then my third time, I got high with you, mm-hmm. and then it was a completely different environment. And I and kind I of said before I was because you were like. Because I smoked weed and you were like, no, I've tried it twice. I'm good. Yeah. And again, like tried it once, been there, done that. I've done that with many things. So yeah. I was kind of like, are you sure? Are you sure? Like maybe you're with the wrong people. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever think of that? And then you were kind of like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, no, no. Let, come with me. Come with <laughs> B. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we smoked and then like I, I, this time I wanted to make it so I wasn't stuck in my head. The first two times I was so stuck in my head. Right. So this time I was like dancing around and just like. I had like, trees at my house. He was climbing trees. Yeah. We were just having fun. So yeah. it helped that like I obviously felt comfortable around you to like kind of express myself a little more freely. But yeah, like it kind of flipped where it was like, okay, I. I don't care. I don't care what this person thinks anymore mm-hmm. or like I am safe here or whatever. I'm just going to dance and sing even though I never do that ever. Never. never. Yeah. And yeah, I end up having a good time and just like you learn to kind of let go of some of these just like, like what you not think relevant people should concerns. think of you or Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Like that's how my paranoia kind of activated. Like, interesting. Yeah. But I would say I kind of have like a similar experience in not caring what people think. Like when I started, it was before anybody really, like (laughs) anybody really did it. It was legal, my God. And then now, now that it's actually legal beyond the prescription thing, you can walk into any dispensary here and just get it. Now, like grandparents that I have have it, like everybody's (laughs) doing it. So now I'm kind of sitting here like, oh, wait. What what were you talking shit about? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? I also, like, I understand, too, because I was told um, you'll never be successful. Like, you kind of picture, like, weed and trailer parks. Yeah, like, that's the image that is painted for you is that, yeah, you pick up that joint, now you're... You're a yep. low-life scumbag that can't can't hold a job for more yep. than a week. Free years. I would say almost four or five years, nobody at work knew that I smoked weed. And everybody <laughs> was shocked when they found out because I am very professional. I have a very good career. People, like, rely on me. People need me. 
everything's great. Yeah. But it's weird when they're like, wait, you, you're you're a stoner? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah and so what? that's kind of the difference where it's like, no, no, I can be a fully functioning person. I can make very good money. I can have a very good job mm-hmm. and still be happy when, you know, five o'clock hits. Like, yeah. Um, so we, we kept talking or we kept smoking weed and now we pretty much smoke weed every day, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's 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 nice. Let's talk about some of the effects of it. Like uh, once you get past some of the, the first steps, like lots of people don't like weed when they first try it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everybody says that like. I think either the first I, they or didn't get high time. or they got too high. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The first or second time, it almost never works. Yeah. Um, my mom has described my brain as an internet browser with 50 tabs open. Yeah. And that's after I smoke weed. <laughs> so for me, smoking weed kind of, it calms me. I'm able to focus. Yeah. I'm able to kind of like hone in and do what I need to do without the noise in my head yeah because there is noise in my head constantly i have (laughs) conversations going on in here like there's always 300 things going on so with when she said that like 50 tabs open could you imagine what i would be like if i didn't mellow out oh (laughs) my crazy it'd be out of control (laughs) out of control yeah that so it kind of helps you just level out a bit chill yeah just chill because of my job and because i'm on all day and like i need to be talking to people and all this kind of stuff like I need to not stress out about that. Yeah. And this is just kind of that. Yeah. 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 Like it, it's, it's a great stress reliever. Like helps me sleep. Helps us sleep. Yeah. Ooh. Helps my anxiety. Yeah. One thing I really enjoy about it too is just the ritual of like mm-hmm. kind of grinding weed, packing a bowl. Okay, Batty B, let's go smoke this bowl real quick. Yeah. Uh, and then jump into bed or whatever. You know, it's this nice little thing that we get to do together throughout the course of the day where it's just like. Okay, we got five minutes. Let's go do that real yeah. quick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like um, reconnect throughout the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because yeah. even though we both live together and we're both at home or whatever, like, yeah, you still have to make intentional time to exactly. yeah. be with the other person to do something. So it's a nice little thing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, it, like we, there's a lot of benefits to it. Like, you know, there's, it decreases inflammation. There's some, like, real medical benefits to it yeah. as well. Actually, I had a grandparent who was in a car accident, broke his neck. And then, like, six months into that, so he had, like, yeah, like, a thing down his spine. Yeah. And then six months into that, he was hit again. And Yikes. so half his body didn't work. And he would wear gloves around the house because there was no circulation. And he was losing so much weight. And he was freezing. And, like, hmm. so we gave him CBD drops. And he just stuck it on his food or in his tongue and whatever in the morning. And he, yeah, he stopped wearing gloves because all of a sudden his blood was circulating. Hmm. He started eating. He started gaining weight. He started, the issue was that all of a sudden he was like, oh, I'm 40 again. And then (laughs) we're like, no, no, no. Like, (laughs) you still have to chill. But he, it changed his life. It changed his life. Yeah. And that was from somebody who his whole life was like, no drugs, no drugs, no drugs. I'm a Christian, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, no, this has medical advantages and his life, Mm. his quality of life became better for a substantial amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That to me is just like, why, why do you not? Why why doesn't that matter? Yeah. You know? Or first of all, mind your own fucking business. I don't care what you think, mm, people. I don't care that you think it's bad. Yeah. You haven't done it. I don't fucking See, that's care. another thing. I feel like every single person, with the exception of possibly my father, yeah. who, again, even if he did it, he didn't tell me about it, so it's irrelevant. Yeah. But every person that's told me not to do it hasn't done it. Yeah. Or- They've just been told not to do it, so they tell us not to do it. Yeah. It's a lie. You were lied to, yo. You were lied to to by big fucking textile in the 30s. And now weed's incredibly bad. Because weed, people have been smoking weed forever. Forever. 
5,000 years is kind of the earliest benchmark. Who knows? Maybe earlier. But, like, forever. Yeah. You know? It's not a big deal. It's so funny now after doing it, you you kind of get these images of, like, what happens if you do do it and what are the effects and, like, it's all just a bullshitty lie, at least in my experience. And, like, I, I don't have mental conditions. I don't have, like, some other th- factors see, yeah, that really affect you if you smoke weed. Yeah, like, like I disagree with people giving up medication that's prescribed by a doctor for weed. Yeah, exactly. Like, I totally disagree with that. There is a reason your doctor prescribed a medication to... Maziclonopine. Like, to... How do you... That's just made (laughs) up word. Just made up. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, if the doctor has given you a prescription, it's because there's a chemical imbalance. Yeah. Weed is not... It's not a be-all, end-all fix. Like Yeah, and, like, you should even talk to your doctor before you smoke weed if you're on on medication. medication. Absolutely. It is a drug. Yeah. It is an outside force that you're putting in your body. Not force, but, like, outside (laughs) chemical that you're putting in your body. That matters. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, like, it, it can be dangerous, but I have not found that in my case. And I just feel, like, so misled yeah i do think though that there is a degree of us being responsible yeah for sure like yeah yes i do like i don't see people getting high on weed and beating their wives exactly you know and that's how it's kind of portrayed or like now you show up to work and now you've lost your job it's like i don't think it doesn't work like that i don't think so yeah just spray yourself get some good body spray and you're fine you might think you're a little goofy for the day for an hour for an hour half hour yeah yeah yeah, it's an interesting drug that yeah. I honestly feel like people have been lied to, and it's unfortunate. It's because unfortunate because it has been so beneficial. Yeah. Um, I think we can move past weed. Everyone kind of knows weed. I'm sure most people even smoke weed nowadays, especially mm. in Canada. It's legal. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, don't do anything willy-nilly. Yeah. Let's talk about the next one, and this one definitely don't fucking do willy-nilly. You don't. Know? Do We're talking about some of the more harder, some of the more serious stuff. And these ones, it's like weed... Smoke all the weed you want. You're not going to die from it. You're not going to ruin your life necessarily. Like, it, it's more manageable. These The, the next drugs we're talking about, you really got to consider. You really got to think think some thoughts before you yeah. do it. You don't go to your friend's house and they offer you this and then you just do like it. Like on a casual on Thursday whim. night. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like with a joint, you can do that. It's not the end yeah. of the world. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the first one. And we're going to talk about ecstasy or MDMA. Yeah, so ecstasy is a common name for MDMA, but typically on the streets today, if you ask for ecstasy, you're not going to get MDMA. You're probably going to get a concoction of something out of somebody's bathroom. <laughs> a little bit of baby powder in yeah. there. Yeah, it's not yeah. good. So MDMA is the purest form of this. Um, it was actually patented in 1913, um, originally for like a diet pill, but whatever. <laughs> um, the uh, U.S. Army was testing it, or legend has it, they were testing it in 53 as a possible truth serum, but it wasn't until um, much later when Alexander Shulkin, he was the first reported human to be on MDMA. He was on a mission to find the most therapeutic drug and studied 179, but MDMA was kind of where he landed on the most. Hmm. But again, because it was patented and couldn't be sold for anything, a very, very few experimental therapists had done researches or research in testing yeah. um, between 77 and 85. It was mostly used recreational, um, but on November 30th, 2016, so very recently, the FDA approved a phase three clinical trial to confirm effectiveness of treating PTSD. This would include trauma from abusive partners, soldiers, childhood things, millions suffer from PTSD. 
So this is interesting because if you look at um, if you look at like a brain scan, yeah. Mm, let's back up. MDMA affects serotonin and your fer- your serotonin receptors, which we've kind of briefly talked about this. Okay. What it does is if you're when you're perfect, you're great. All of your serotonin receptors are connected and they're talking to each other and you're mm. happy and you can kind of you can create a sentence and you can create thoughts and all that stuff. When something happens and you're triggered in PTSD, so soldiers get shot at, they've got all the stuff, all of a sudden what your brain does is it stops that connection. Hmm. It stops the serotonin receptors from communicating with each other. And this is what people would describe as being numb. This is your body literally protecting you, cutting off this connection, protecting you so that you can't feel what's going on because it hurts too much. Hmm. Very interesting. Crazy. What MDMA does is connect it back, but it gives you basically different ways it gives you the ability for new emotional learning okay it files these events away so that you can still talk about it but you're not affected by the actual trauma yeah so what happens is these therapists will put them in the room and you're given like 125 milligrams it's a very guided again it's like this is a therapist a professional educated professional doing this yeah they'll give you the medication and then they'll start talking about this event but while you're under this medication, while you're under this, well, I guess, medication, drug, whatever, yeah. um, you, you're just happy and you feel connected with the world. And so you see things differently. And so you can kind of talk about, I don't know, somebody bombing me, but you'll see different things. You'll kind of realize that there were different things happening in that scene. Like hmm. you might have heard the, the bomb, but over on this, your visuals that you're taking in, but you can't register, you're seeing a different thing. Hmm. So it's just, it helps you process that traumatic event yeah. and file it away. Okay. So they say that three therapist sessions, you're good. Most people, some people do it under one and two, but I was watching a ton of videos of soldiers going through this and just yeah. their lives changed completely. They yeah. were no longer suicidal. They were no longer like it changed them completely. Yeah. Like uh, there people are studying with this drug. This isn't just like you hear Molly MDMA ecstasy, think of like a party drug. You think mm-hmm. of a bunch of children like in yeah, in a rave dancing. Yeah. And that is a good use for it too. Like nothing wrong with that. But like this does have medical applications, yeah. you know, therapeutic applications. Yeah, and it's those applications that are why I'm okay with using it. Because, yeah, yeah, like, they're the applications that we really like and, yeah, yeah, try to even strive to aim for that kind of environment while doing it. Yeah, I've done ecstasy three times in my life. Okay. One when I was way, 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 way too young to talk <laughs> about that. But the two were recently with you, and, again, with that intention of, like, we're creating – um, an environment of love and mm. of communication and of openness mm-hmm. and it's really interesting yeah um yeah like uh we we also don't like you don't want to do this often yeah like, i think for, we you, we've done it twice together but it we did it very separated very like, probably a year apart yeah a year maybe apart, I think. maybe that long yeah. pretty close to it um yeah. <laughs> this is a drug that like it alters your state for yeah. for hours and hours. Yeah. It's not like weed. So when we d- did it, first of all, I threw up at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, and geez. so you were like, you were caring for me. And I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with it right now. So you're in the background, like grabbing a different bowl and grabbing this and grabbing <laughs> that. And then we end up laying on the bed or wherever we are and just touching each other and talking and mm-hmm. talking about life. Last time we were talking a little bit about your ex and you had realized a ton of stuff then. And yeah. like, 
it was super interesting yeah like your, your brain just like makes all these new connection points that you never would have seen before never would have been open to or mm-hmm. however you want to describe it but like new connection points are being made yeah yeah 100 um, percent. yeah and ah yeah it just it, it, it's it's so crazy using some of these drugs for kind of that therapeutic person uh, reason like yeah i i learn so much every time i do some of these drugs but just due to the way i i use them yeah like you're intentional about very it. very intentional yeah 100 yeah. um yeah and then we we've done we've done molly twice or whatever and you know both times we just hung out at home and just kind yeah, of enjoyed each never other never out in public i yeah. could not under i don't understand how people go to a club <laughs> i don't don't get it yeah but then it, again it might not be real mdma that actually is hmm probably more like it Hmm. they can function because yeah it's not real (laughs) i guess one other thing that we never really mentioned about is like uh go get your stuff tested get it you you can buy testing kits on amazon for like 20 bucks and then you're good to go and you can feel safe because you want to feel safe when you're doing like like i said with weed it doesn't matter who fucking cares but with some of these other ones like you do got to approach them with a seriousness that you like fentanyl i like fentanyl is so tiny yeah and that was so tiny and it looks the same as most of these other drugs like i could die if i had a little the tiniest bit of fentanyl yeah i could die so and that was a big thing for me like i'm not going to fuck around with this yeah yeah exactly the risks are there the risks are my life my body and i need to make sure that what i'm putting into it is something that i'm okay with yeah but like yeah like doctors are using this to make like very dramatic like changes changes in people's life um yeah it's very interesting to to see yeah um yeah okay uh tell us up next so the first time and i want to say the first time actually yeah up next so the first time we're gonna skip into psychedelics psychedelics very fun yeah molly mdma it's cool it's fun you're gonna have a good time if you do it with like a partner before we jump into psychedelics like I don't advise people just do drugs, but if you're in like a good headspace and you and your your partner have a good relationship. Yeah, and you're like kind of want to, I don't know, let's have a conversation that we've never had before. Let's take yeah. our relationship to the next level. Just see where this takes us. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it can, it will bring you closer together, hopefully. Like if you're in the right situation. Yeah, you know, I if think. If your husband's beating I you, think you probably don't want to do Molly with them. Whatever's happening on the outside in reality will be amplified when you take drugs. Yeah. So if you're in an abusive situation and you're trying to avoid it and hide it and whatever, don't do drugs because it's it, not gonna it be will a... not be happy for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Okay, psychedelics. Psychedelics are magic mushrooms. Um, and also LSD. It's kind of, they're all kind of... Yeah, so psychedelics, mas- magic mushrooms, and LSD. So LSD is more commonly known as, like, acid. So it's yeah. the synthi- synthesized form of mushrooms. Yeah. Less natural, but same kind of... same kind Very of Very similar yeah. situation. Same vibe. Um, mushrooms actually go way, 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 way back. Like, they found evidence of ritual mushrooms by the Az- Aztecs and Mazatecs as early as 280. And there are Tassili caves in southern Illyria and that has rock art over 7,000 that depicts the species of mushrooms. Crazy. There, so, there's a bunch of like uh, crazy theories about the human brain and how it developed. And one of them is called the stoned ape theory. Mm. Uh, and basically, yeah, it's where some monkeys, they, they found mushrooms and they started eating them. They started tripping and it unlocked that next 
portion of their brain of evolution. Uh, now, I'm, who fucking knows? That can never be confirmed. Yeah. But that's what some people like think. Because, um, yeah. Interesting. It, well, as we talk about it a little more, like we'll, we'll talk about how that could be. But Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, the first medical record of humans consuming magic mushrooms date to the late 1500s. Um, some guy had written this. They ate mushrooms before dawn when they also drank cocoa. They ate the mushrooms with honey and they began to feel excited due to the effect of the mushrooms. The Indians started dancing while some were singing and others were weeping. Thus was not, thus was the intoxication produced by the mushrooms. Some Indians who did not care to sit or to sing sat down in their rooms remaining there as if to think. After that, natives were punished by death when they were caught with mushrooms and their public use became a lot less common. Fuck. So that was 1500s. Fast forward to the late, oh, 1799, that mushrooms were introduced back to Europe, largely by accident. You know how these things go. Um, it wasn't until uh, 1916 that Western medicine science or medical science finally kind of took interest in magic mushrooms. Hmm. Um in 1955, Gordon Wasson became the first man to participate in a mushroom ritual in Mexico. He recorded this this experience and then later took mushrooms with both his wife and his daughter. Hmm. He returned a year later to Mexico with more or with a different a mycologist where they identified seven species of hallucinogenic mushrooms. He then published a book about it. It was over the next 10 years that mushrooms were more adopted into the hippie movement. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, like today they are, um, they're illegal in most parts of the world. You can purchase yeah. them legally in the Netherlands, but you can kind of sort of get them from anywhere. Yeah. But it's exciting. Like, uh, there are just like LSD or just like Molly MDMA. Um, there are now lots of psychologists, doctors, mm -hmm. therapists or whatever that are now doing clinical trials with magic mushrooms. Because and it, again, they, and they don't know a lot about LSD and magic mushrooms because of the testing limit limitations yeah. that they have. But again, this affects the serotonin levels, Yeah, whether it's an input or an output, but it affects the serotonin levels. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But, and it's cool seeing like it's, it's getting more prominent. This is one of those things that like humans have been using for thousands of years. And there's crazy stories about just how the connectedness, there's crazy stories of how, two different tribes across the world do it and they you know there's all these crazy they stories out each other. Yeah, yeah there's all these crazy stories who knows how much of it you can believe but humans have been eating magic mushrooms once again for like a like long they found time it. Some, yeah. like nobody was around to tell them what, what it was yeah and yeah. it's just like it, this has been a part of human development and like because there's been natural. a lot of cultures that have used it and then other cultures come in and just kill them all for using it like a bunch of fuckheads yeah it's so but crazy it's so crazy what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> And a lot of these are very ritualistic. Which yeah, like, yeah. There's that one, what is it called in, mm, I don't know, Peru maybe? Okay. There's this ritual that you can do and you go there, you take this tea, yeah. you're gone for like three days. Like it's like a three-day situation. And people come back from that completely changed. It's yeah. a guided meditation. It's a guided situation. But people come back and they're, they just think differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about my experiences in a bit, but let's continue unpacking. Um, well, actually, no, we'll go into LSD when we talk about acid. Okay. So mushrooms, tell me about your experience. Uh, do we want to talk just a little bit how it works? Like, how oh, yeah. the, the so, actual, again, they don't really, we don't, they know. haven't done a lot. Yeah. They don't know if it's the, um, if it opens the receptors or closes the receptors, hmm. but it 
does something with the serotonin in your brain. Sure. And we're still kind of figuring it out. And yeah, yeah. I um, think in the next 10 years, they're going to be doing, there's a lot more, there's a lot more acceptability for, you know, this kind of research. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's going to come. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure there are some states that are talking about legalizing it. I'm cool. Don't quote me on it, but I'm like almost positive. That's the case. Cool. Um, there is like lots of microdosing that people do where yeah. they'll take like the tiniest bit of mushrooms a day, like very tiny tiny and yeah. do that every day and yeah. i had a friend who did it and he said his life was like much different because you've got these serotonin things yeah. the issue though is when he stopped there it was like a hard come down for months mm. because he had been so happy 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 yeah. happy and then all of a sudden there was no happiness and yeah. he his body had to like make it himself and it was just different. So, yeah. Like one thing I've heard about mushrooms is like, yeah, that serotonin dump where, yeah, you do it and like your body has all this serotonin built up and it just essentially opens up the floodgate and pours it into your body. 100%. Um, and then, yeah, like uh, you, there, there will, after you do it, there's like two days where you're kind of just groggy because like you're, ha you're having to rebuild that serotonin level back up yep. to normal. Or your body is just realigning itself. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting. So let, let's talk about some of the effects of magic mushrooms. Like, uh, my, ex do, yeah, we want to talk about mine. Hmm. Yeah. My experience with magic mushrooms have been very life changing. Mm -hmm. Like literally I can point to a couple, couple spots in my life where it's like, okay, that was the defining moment. That was the defining moment, you know, like leaving the church, defining moment of my life, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. marrying somebody, defining moment of my life, getting divorced, doing mushrooms. Like there's probably five things that like, and mushrooms is on that list. Wow. It is. It will change you. Um, so, I growing up, I was never super emotional. Never really into... Yeah, like a wall. Yeah, just whatever, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm not a sociopath or anything crazy. Just but a, we kind of talked about it on the last episode. Yeah. You were you just didn't have that emotional ability to talk. Yeah, just, just kind of never had that there. Yeah. Um, so, when I did Magic Mushrooms, me and two friends, we, uh, we did it very intentional. Like, we're going to go and try to, like, just at peace with the world essentially you guys went out into nature right? yeah yeah we went on like a three-hour hike up a mountain and then we did magic mushrooms on the top of the mountains and then we hiked down like hours later you know Amazing. um and all in all like it was like a full like day-long thing mm -hmm. um i'm gonna kind of go through it yeah, so take me step by step when when i was up on the top of the mountain um I started, like, everything is amplified. Everything that you're going through is amplified. So in my life right now, like, I was kind of in this weird marriage that I wasn't really happy in. I wouldn't I wouldn't be willing to admit it. Yeah. Um, but I went up on the mountain and I got, like, I did it. I got super lonely. Like, your body basically thinks it's poisoned. So your mind is racing and you're basically, like, at least I was scanning through my thoughts, like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Like, unintentionally. Um trying to figure out like the craziness of what's happening. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just super lonely. And uh, I went over to my other friend who was there and like, I, I tried holding his hand and trying to get a connection point there. And it was all right. But like, ultimately, your I, life was lonely. My life was lonely. Okay. I, I had a wife where we spend an hour or two together in a in a day. And then she goes to bed and then I'm off left to my own. She does. She doesn't hang out with my friends. Like right. even now, like, I've done, I, I started dabbling with drugs and she wouldn't. And that's yeah, fine. I'm not like judging it. her for that. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't do these things lightly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it was just kind of, I felt so alone. And I remember trying to call her 
I was at the top of mountain, so it didn't go through. Oh, no. And I just remember thinking, like, she's never gonna be here for me. Like, yeah, she's kind of around. She's a homie, sure, whatever. Like, that's all she is, though. Like, not a partner. She's not life. really there. F- I see. And I'm not really there either. Like, yeah. it. W- I'm not trying to put this all on her either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. You but I had this realization, and uh, like, it was one of the first time I cried. Like, it probably was the first time I cried since a child type thing. Interesting. Like, and you cry at weird things now. Yeah. And nowadays, like, so now it it changed me. Like, there something happened where, like, now I can feel emotions. I can empathize better. I can relate better. Yeah. Um. And cry like, at TV shows. Cry at TV shows, you know, feel a little bit more. It really, It really kind of put me more into the world. Mm. The other crazy thing is, like, we're on the mountain. We're in nature. So we're standing on the top of a fucking mountain, looking out as far as the eye can see across all these other mountains. Yeah. And, like, you're high. So, like, the world is kind of, like, breathing with you. Mm. Like, you can kind of see stuff swirling and breathing. And the other thing is, like, I just fell in love with nature. Like, oh. I really fell in love with it, where now my, my house has, like, close to a hundred plants inside of it where before I didn't have any, no desire, nothing. Yeah. Like I, there was just this connectedness with With the world and just life and just like. How life works, how it kind of builds each other, how like nature is very interesting too, because we don't think about how everything is so connected, how a a leaf can fall off a tree here and plant another tree there. And like, like I was on the top of the mountain, just looking at like all the different types of weed and like, how the fuck did you get up here? Little guy? Like, yeah, it's, I've looked at plants while high, and it's like you you all of a sudden notice all of these grains on the plant leaf, yeah. and all of these, like, the root systems. Yeah. And it's, it's, you just look at different, you look at things differently. And, and sometimes you get, like, magnifying glass glasses mm-hmm. eyes where you, like, can, like, almost zoom in. Yeah. It's so strange. Yeah. And, like, um, I've, I was growing, or I grew up kind of around plants and whatever, like, grandma had some, and my yeah. cousins had some, and whatever. But never did I care. Like, yeah. I've never looked at a plant and been like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God, oh, this is so cool. Yeah, look how this is now Until growing. drugs. Yeah, for real. Um, so that was my first time. Lo and behold, a couple months later, I was divorced. Dun, like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. fucking impactful. Yeah. Like, don't do drugs unless you're willing to be a different person. Okay. Or, yeah, it showed you stuff that you could no longer really ignore. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It really opened up my mind um, to, like, just, yeah, That's stuff I can't ignore. Um, the second time I did mushrooms, maybe it wasn't the second, but another very impactful time that I did it, um, it was me and you and we went camping together Mm. and we had, uh, your niece and nephew there and some friends and we were able to take like some, a day out to ourselves to just go chill. So yeah, what had happened was we went camping with my family. You came out for a day or two yeah, and then we had taken one day where we went far away well what we thought was far away but you could still kind of see <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the background yeah, yeah. far away they couldn't see you don't us, want to do drugs like, in front of children never like, ever, like, ever 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 even ever. weed is kind of like suspect sometimes yeah, like no. it just sets a weird precedent but yeah but um so we had like taken this boat over to this like little island or whatever <laughs> middle of nowhere and i had actually like up until this point my experiences with mushrooms weren't good yeah let's so, talk about some of yours before we get to this okay one. yeah yeah so the Just first time i actually did mushrooms i was with that boyfriend who i was living with but not with anymore yeah and we had talked about doing it together and he was moving out in a few months so i was just like well we have it let's do it so we took it with like i don't know stuck it in yogurt or something and then three minutes after he took it he was like oh my god i'm so fucked up and i was like <laughs> no you're not it doesn't work that way 
you idiot like no you're fucking not so i was kind of just irritated right off right off the bat and i don't think it was like good it was fine like i don't remember anything significant i was just like irritated and like let's go yeah the next time i did it was and that was when i was like 21 or 22 the next time i did it was a few months later after he had moved out i had moved into my own little house and i was like i had four jobs and was going to school and had the worst schedule like i was up at four for the gym would go to a job at eight, would go to another job for right after that job, then go to Boston Pizza and close for deliveries, work till 11 or 12, and then go back to the gym, then do it all again the next day. Yeah. I was on a mission. So my friends at BPs were like, B, you need to take one day off, like chill out, just one day, hang out with us for one day. So finally I agreed, lucky them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I was one night, let's do it. So eventually mushrooms came out and I was like, I don't know, like, I feel like you're not supposed to be doing it in this environment. I was on like the bar side at <laughs> BP's. Like I've been told you're supposed to do it in nature and like, I don't know, all this stuff. And they was like, no, no, it's fine. So I took it and then I started feeling it. And I was like, guys, we should probably go. Like, let's go somewhere else. Like I can't be in here. Then somebody had come up to me and <laughs> she was like, B, I'm sorry. I lied to my mom, but I used your name. And I was like, oh, okay, like, whatever. Like, I'll never see your mom. I knew her mom, but I'll never see her mom, so whatever. Then, like, all of a sudden, I turned around, and her mom was in front of me yelling at me for whatever she had lied about or whatever. But, like, I'm fucked on mushrooms. Plus, (laughs) nobody, like, on a good day, nobody can come at me like that. (laughs) But now I'm fucked on mushrooms. So now I'm just like, bitch, come at me. Then my friends grabbed me. They were like, no, no, like, it's okay. She's just like, it's fine. She's having a rough night, whatever. Took me home. Then I sat in my bathtub, fully dressed. I think I was probably crying. I was like, I need these drugs out of my system. I'm so irresponsible. This is what my parents always thought I would be. Like, <laughs> now I'm a good-for-nothing drug user. No! And, like, all of this stuff. And my friend was sitting there like, B. Like, you're literally the most responsible person any of us know. <laughs> Chill out. Like, calm down. one evening. One night of your, like, crazy schedule. Like, yeah. it was not good. So, I was, like, at that point, I was, like, maybe they're not for me. Like, maybe I just need to get my life together a little bit. Like, just kind of took a break. Yeah. It wasn't until 2020 that I did it again. That was with a friend that I grew up with. And, um... it was not good i told him that i shouldn't do it it was actually so i had built a house with my ex yeah and the day that we did those mushrooms i saw that they took possession so it was like a picture of him and his new girlfriend in the house that i built whatever i told my friend i was like i'm not good i shouldn't do this mushrooms he was like no you should do it it'll help it'll help Mm. process everything whatever yeah so i was like okay but this is where the warning comes in if you're not okay and you take this mind state altering yeah like i was so sad like i i have struggled with depression i've been suicidal before but i have never been that sad yeah. it was like from the core of my being i didn't see what the point was anymore i didn't see why we were even here it was actually on that trip that i realized that everything significant that had happened in my life was not my decision. Hmm. Moving out of my parents' house, moving into my aunt and uncle's house, moving yeah. like the breakup, like all of these course altering things had nothing to do with my decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was at that point where I was just like, maybe I should actually just start living for myself. Like hmm. maybe for the first time in my life, I should put myself first and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I again, w- I 
that was not good. I told my friend a thousand times, like, if I don't wake up tomorrow and feel differently, I will kill myself. Like, I cannot live like this. I can't live in this mind state, which kills me because the people who deal with that kind of depression on a daily basis. Yeah, yikes. I don't blame them. Like, it was so dark and I was so negative and I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty good, positive person. Hmm. But in that state, I was like, I can't. Like and, Crazy. and I'm good at regulation. Yeah. I'm good at fi- filtering out emotions and figuring it out and talking through it. I was, I told him this like several times. I was like, we, if I don't wake up tomorrow differently, <laughs> I will not last a week. Yeah. It was got to be in the right spot. Man. It was terrifying. Like, uh, even for my first experience, like, yeah, it was sad. It was lonely, but I also still had a lot of fun with my friends on. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. So, so then it was the next one this time that you were talking about where I did it for the last time. Yeah. And you and me had kind of talked about it. I was laying on this mattress that we pulled out there and um, I wasn't good. I didn't like the <laughs> mushrooms. Yeah. This was now the third or fourth time that I've taken it that I did not like it. Yeah. But I could see you. And you were, I actually have a picture of yeah, you. Yeah, it's funny. You were so happy. I was watching you kind of walk around look at butterflies and look at plants yeah at- we're, we're just in this like little swamp area essentially yeah. i was just looking at all the cool stuff yeah um i could not move yeah <laughs> but in my mind i was like i could kind of hear like across the lake the echoes of the kids yeah echoes of and so to and- me it was just like a this is fucking sweet because i'm this old and I can take an entire day off and not have to worry about anything. Yeah. I'm laying here fucked on mushrooms <laughs> and those kids aren't my responsibility. Work <laughs> is not my responsibility. Like, so that kind of went through my head. Yeah. I could see how happy you were and I knew that it wasn't great, but I could manage it. So yeah. I was just kind of like riding it out, letting you do your thing. Eventually I texted my cousin and I was like, I need you. Like, I ne- I'm not, I'm not good. So I need you to kind of lift me up out of this. Yeah. So she came over and that (laughs) so she came over and she was like um maybe you should go back to the campsite whatever and i was like yeah you deal with mark like you deal with mark so (laughs) i was acting like a lunatic (laughs) oh yeah so you hit when she had come over you came over and you were like what's the fucking point (laughs) yeah 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 i I started smiling you know you you sometimes just get lost yeah he threw a shoe in the the lake he was like what's the fucking point of this shoe and then (laughs) at at first it started like as a joke is trying to just like oh man like seriously though like what is the fucking point of of all this man like this is all fucking crazy like Mm -hmm. you know just being high and crazy yeah um but yeah, like you, you weren't really in the mood for it. Like I don't even think I could handle it. Like, yeah, like, I had my you? own stuff. And yeah. whatever, so I was like, perfect. Like, I can deal with this. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the campsite, get some more supplies, whatever. Yeah. And then <clears throat> there was a shift. I I remember it so vividly. Yeah. I had my music on the speaker, but I was taking my phone with me. Yeah. So I wanted to change your music to the speaker, but there was that that there was empty there. silence yeah. where I looked up because I was watching you. You weren't doing good. I was okay enough to know that and manage it kind of thing so i was like i'm gonna change this music really quick whatever and as soon as i stopped the music you stopped you looked up you looked around and then as soon as the music started playing you started puking yeah it was it was crazy it was not um, good it, yeah like when the shift happened it was like there's this dog too that started barking oh, it was yeah. so loud and like when when you're on mushrooms like everything around you like gets amplified so like all of a sudden everything's changing and it was like holy fuck what did i do it might i was I was just going on about how none of this matters and mm-hmm. like and then I went to go get more supplies. Again, like 
whatever. He's fine. He'll, he'll whatever. But I disappeared. He didn't see me leave. <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden you were like, where's Beth? Did yeah. I hurt her? Did yeah, I? Like, oh shit. Was I just acting too much like an idiot? Like, oh man. And then you start spiraling in that thought process. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I was with your cousin and like, just like, oh, should I text her and apologize? And she's like, I don't think you did anything. Oh, okay. I need to pull up my phone. And like, I somehow got in my head that I like had really, really hurt you. And that's why I left. And that's why you left. And like, I'm like, shit, like, I don't want to hurt my friends. I never meant to hurt you. And like, I had the realization like, okay, well, what is the point of all this? Well, the point is not to hurt my friends because I have not felt this shitty ever, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, I didn't even do anything to you. Yeah, he came back and he was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, no. Like, I think I just hugged you and I was like, it's fine. Like, you didn't do anything to me. I just I just came to get food. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, it, it was another defining moment where it was just like, okay, like, I'm a nihilist. There is no point to this fucking life. It's just mm-hmm. whatever. But... At least I don't want to hurt people. So that is now a point for me. Like, I don't want to be that guy who's out there hurting people. Yeah. Do no harm has become like a staple sentence in our house. For sure. Yeah. It, it, it's a very common thought process. But like, man, like from going from being non-emotional to being able to feel shit, like I really just hurt my friend here. You know, it just hits you in a different way and it just really opened it up. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I don't think you're uh, into mushrooms anymore. I don't think you will really ever do them anymore. No. Yeah. I, To me, so I've done acid and I've done mushrooms. We'll talk about acid in a minute. But acid, because it's synthesized, made in a lab, blah, 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 whatever. There's more control. And hmm. so it it's always been just a happier high. Okay. Like just happier, more, I don't know, less earthy. Sure. It's yeah. so it's so hard to talk about it. It's so weird. Yeah, like uh you hear some people talk about that was a mean batch of mushrooms or something. Yeah. Just by the way it kinda hit them intellectually yeah. or whatever, you know. And there's so many different strains of these things. Like <laughs> yeah. every single high I could say the same mushrooms that you take and have a completely different trip yeah. because of wherever I am mentally. Yeah. Like it literally attacks, well, not attacks, whatever. It touches your brain. Yeah. The part of your body that dictates everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. it is a very, it's a mind-altering substance. It is a very big deal. You don't just fuck around with it. I, like, I, if it was, like, a, I don't have the custody of the kids for a weekend, I would not do it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. It's, these are drugs that you kind of have to take an entire day, set apart, and then the next three days after that to come up from it and figure it out, process what just happened. Yeah. Do it with somebody who's done it and is not, or, and who knows this kind of process of, like. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It, I, I haven't done it in a while. I still will do it every now and again. Yeah. Like, we're talking about drugs, like, and it, we sound like we do it a lot, but, like, we do it once or twice a year. Yeah, actually, you know? I haven't done any kind of drugs, really, except for ecstasy this year because I wasn't working. So, sure. for me, I had money coming in. I, I was paying all my bills and all that, but just that stress of not yeah. really knowing what next year looked like. Yeah, what is, where, where's my job? Yeah, yeah I yeah. was not, I like, yeah. we didn't even talk about it. Actually, we talked about it, and we were like, yeah, no, not till we get another job. Like, yeah. It yeah. was... That kind of thing is just super easy mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, like it could get just get so easy too that you just start fucking doing drugs and getting crazy with it. Like, could you imagine like, if I didn't get out of that one mushroom thing? I yeah. would have killed myself. Yikes. Like there was no way that I could live in that headspace for longer than a few days. Yeah. I. That is why it's so important to A, be aware of yourself, B, be in the right surroundings, but C, know what the fuck's going on in your head. Yeah, for real. Because people die because of this. Because you're going to find out when this. you do it. Like, people die because of this. Hmm. 
that's how that i think when people are like oh they get they killed themselves with mushrooms and da, 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 i think it's because they had things going on in their head and whatever happened with the mushrooms they weren't able to ignore it yeah and either it was kill themselves and deal with it or go yeah. and deal with it another way i don't know it's super fun it, it's a crazy situation but it also has such therapeutic benefits mm-hmm. so yeah you know i'm excited to see the future of our magic mushrooms and like just how it can help other people. I have friends who who have taken magic mushrooms and like have tried to do like a spiritual encounter and yeah. stuff. And this has been another one of those kind of really cool applications where yeah, you're not taking magic mushrooms necessarily and going to the bar and yeah, you know, no. you're setting up this environment with candles and like you've got the nice music meditating in the background. Music. You're trying to talk to God. Yeah. Like I'm praying and I want to be in the most like I don't want my physical thoughts to alter how this is going to go so let's shut the physical thoughts off and just let my brain communicate with whatever spiritual being yeah like uh i guarantee you if any christian does magic mushroom and then starts to pray or goes to a worship service you're gonna feel something you've never never fucking felt before and yeah it's partly the drugs but it's also partly that it's just like rewiring your brain yeah to see things that you have not seen before yeah like yeah yeah. it's it's crazy. I, I wouldn't recommend this one to everyone. Yeah. Anyone. You definitely even. have to be in a certain spot for yeah. it. Uh, let's switch over to... Acid? Acid. Yeah, so acid and mushrooms, they're very similar. Like, you, you know, acid is a synthetic version of mushrooms, essentially. So you get a very similar high. You kind of get a little more, I think, though, like visuals and body feelings and maybe a less of the kind of, like, deep introspective mm, thought. Yeah, I would say that's probably... Yeah. It's and it's so okay. So when people say visuals, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Let's, let's talk about this. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen like a purple hippo, a purple monkey in the corner of the room and like yeah. start dance. Like that's not what it means. I've never seen something. Yeah, change color. Yeah, like sure that green might be more vibrant green, mm-hmm. but it is not now purple. Yeah, like yeah. when you're it like picture a hot summer's day when you're looking out uh, on a concrete slab or whatever mm. and that kind of mirage yeah that would probably be close to what an acid trip visual would look like very close yeah everything's kind of waving and fuzzy mm-hmm. but like clear but very clear sometimes yeah. you get like this what you were saying that micro vision where you can just see everything yeah where you're like literally like closer. fucking zooming in yeah um, we did acid together yeah um on a beach one day yeah and that to date is probably one of the best days of my life yeah for sure uh we ended up yeah getting some and just going to this private spot and um we we just were fucking we creatures we were just yeah we sat on the beach there were times we were like laying on our tummy on the beach looking at all of the weeds and stuff coming out of the sand yeah and it was like i was in a bug's life <laughs> like everything was so much bigger and so much yeah. clearer and i'd never seen a weed that like that was so significant how did you get there like why are you here like (laughs) it's so crazy you just think about things so differently like we just literally lied on our belly in the fucking dirt looking at plants for like an hour you know and it was fantastic and then you know we'd go swim and be all warm and then you'd look at the the clouds and it was just the perfect day and then we came down and then I was kind of good enough to drive, so we drove, and then drove out of the city and watched the stars. Yeah, we watched the sunset. It was or, so yeah. nice. Yeah, and we just sat there chilling. It was it was it was pretty funny. So at this point, we were still friends, or I was still even married. So it was yeah. like. Uh, like there was never anything going on between us yep. so we're chilling in the field um not even the first time we've oh ever done God, that this like was fucked 
Yeah. I forgot about this, actually. Yeah, yeah. We're sitting in this field, and then all of a sudden, my whoop, dog's whoop, kind that's of the sound of the police, y'all. Yeah, so my dog's <laughs> like chilling outside, and like we're just like he's in the passenger seat, I'm in the driver's seat, and we're cold and just wrapped up in a hundred blankets, and then we have the seats lean back so we can look through the sunroof, yeah, to look at the stars, yeah, and then all of a sudden. And like again, we're high, like still kind of coming down, but it's super peaceful and like yeah. I think at this point, like just we, to clarify, yeah. like we were more like mentally like so when you do these the the come down, your brain is super active. Yeah, even after the effects are they're worn off, so you can to- you're you're okay, but your mind just doesn't yeah. shut off. So like you can't you, sleep. Yeah, you can't, if you like, take them at ten in the morning, like you're not going to bed till like three a.m. just because yeah. your mind's kind of exactly racing, even though you haven't felt the effects since seven p.m. Yeah, you know? exactly. So super quiet super peaceful and then all of a sudden whoop whoop and <laughs> there's lights everywhere there's like six cars that come yeah. into this field and like surround my car and yeah. i'm trying to keep my dog calm like holy shit what's going on and we like we weren't even smoking weed we weren't no. even sitting there doing drugs or anything no it was funny and we're like joking like they i bet they think they we're, we're banging, banging in here for sure. and like and like they they <laughs> would have seen us and we didn't struggle to like move a- away from each other or anything like it was so they were just like well what's going on i was like we're just watching the stars <laughs> and he was like oh well you can't do that here i was like okay okay we'll I'm leave sorry, <laughs> oh my it was so fucked but yeah it, it was a fantastic day like we just bonded in a new kind of level and yeah. just kind of you, we just existed together as like creatures man just crawling around doing whatever it just, was like i was 11 years old yeah. and hanging out with just a friend from the community yeah. getting dirty and That's building forts and like that genuinely that was what it was like yeah and so for you with you being somebody who i had known for so long and had just kind of come back into my life mm-hmm. it was just like oh shit like i can I can be comfortable. I'm like, we weren't there at that point, but now looking back, I could see, I think why we have such a good relationship now. Like mm. we've always had this ability to just be ourselves around each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. I mean, with weed, you could dance around my backyard. You yeah. could be climbing trees with this. We were like sea creatures and land <laughs> animals. I'm like, like, yeah, it was so fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and there was this one point where I had looked at you and I thought that I had... Oh, yeah. We were, like, reading each other's minds. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. It was so crazy. Yeah, like... I had never been that connected with somebody. Yeah, we were both just, like, standing there, like, looking over at something, and then, yeah. You had said, well, sure. And I was like, did what? I ask that question? Like, I don't think I asked that out loud. And you were like, well, you were talking about this and then this. But I did not say yeah. it out loud. Like, <laughs> it was the craziest like, thing. Yeah, now, now it's it's very easy to chalk all this stuff up to, well, you guys were high and just... I don't know. Somebody told me that, because I had said that experience or whatever, yeah. I told somebody about that. And then when we started dating, they had said that, like, that experience doesn't happen for normal people. Yeah. Like, you and I are supposed to be together, yeah. and we have this connection, and that's why that happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've, I've done it with a bunch of different people, and, like, I haven't had that experience. Well, yeah. I'm like, shit, I just mind-melded. Yeah. Like... And this again was before we had ever like you were still married. Like, I was still we were married. Never, like, we, we were just literally friends. We did not have some sort of deep connection at no. this point. Like we were just hanging out, having fun. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, acid, fun. It's We've fun. done acid a few times. Yeah, I'll, I'll continue to do acid. Yeah. Uh, mm, maybe. I I got to be careful with it. They say you don't want to do acid too much. Yeah. And even that, like I 
we don't do drugs often. No, like we're talking true. a couple times a year. Yeah, and this um, is about like so. Okay, so actually, we should step back. Okay, I was with somebody who was sober for five years, but yeah. he was a DJ before that. So he and he had flatlined. He had taken ketamine, which is a horse tranquilizer, <laughs> ah. and GHB, which is date rape drug. Huh. So he had combined those. I don't know. Flatlined, whatever. Died, came back, whatever. But because of that, he was very, very, very anti-drug when yeah. we were living together. Anti-drug, well, except for weed. Um, but then he would always talk about it. Like I, I was on acid, and I, this is a, everybody should try acid once. And like mm. even Walt Disney had said that. Yeah. And it's funny because now that I've done acid and watched some of those movies, yeah. I can see why he how he got where he got <laughs> like yeah it's yeah. very interesting but he yeah. made it sound very very appealing and so that was confusing for me because i was just like hey well i'm here to support you in your sobriety but why are you making it sound so cool yeah, like that's yeah. not really fair you're not willing to do it with me but i did always want to so i just kind of like you know what i'll never do these drugs because he's yeah. sober and that's just it so when you came into the picture, and it was like I didn't bring any of these drugs into our circle group. No, no, which no. Which I think no. most people think. Yeah, I that's did. the funny thing. It's fucking like, annoying. Uh, <laughs> even like tattoos and stuff. They they're like, I'm getting a couple now, and they're like, Oh, Batty B's influence, yeah. poor Marky boy. It's like, no, 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 no. no I no, no. yeah, yeah. It was funny. All like that group of people that was doing it was the last people I would ever thought. Yeah, and man. And the same people who had judged me for so long, <laughs> which was super weird. And then now that people know that that's kind of happening in the group, yeah. I feel like I get blamed for it. No, I came in when you guys had already done it. A few yeah, times, yeah, exactly. Which yeah. was nice because, again, I had heard all of this stuff from that person. But from you guys being like my core group, like the people I grew up with and like that kind of thing. It was much safer, in yeah, my yeah. opinion, hmm. than like a DJ telling me what to do. <laughs> who flatlined, by the way. Like, we're yeah. gonna say you're not yeah, a like, person to talk to. Drugs all my about. friends, really, they're none of them are party people. No. Like, they go into these types of situations doing these drugs with very intentional yeah. goals. Like, they would even a couple times they've booked cabins and just mm -hmm. gone to the cabin with the intent goal of like, okay, us and six people who are all really good friends are just going to go and just yeah. be together and do this together yeah. intentionally. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Cause we don't have like, yeah, we're, we don't have a party group where we're uh -huh. out every Friday night. We don't really drink. We don't like none of that. All of this stuff is literally for our own growth, yeah. for our own benefit. We're not telling other people to do it. We're not like, handing it out to yeah, parties yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. that kind of thing yeah like, you come over you want grab a beer grab some molly like yeah, yeah no, it's no, not no. like that at all no. and i think that that's the kind of picture that people get like it's yeah crazy. I, I just keep looking at these and just how they have just drastically changed the direction of my life well you said something better. too like your life kind of took a turn at a certain point yeah most people looking on the outside would say what what was that from the outside and what would they say that change was Um, like maybe, maybe people chalk it up to like, I was recently divorced. So now I'm happier, like got okay. out of a dying relationship. I don't know. But like for anyone who's known me for the last always, and then who have seen me change over the last year and a half, that is directly because of magic mushrooms. I, I swear mm. that was the, that was the step. That was the initial stepping point. That was that ability to feel, okay, now ability to process this way, ability to grow this way. Yeah. Um, like literally, yeah. I I noticed the difference. I it's night and day the way I act between when I did it before and when I didn't after. And I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I was around when you were younger, and you always were quiet and funny, but quiet yeah. and whatever. But 
I couldn't like I've known you since you did the mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. So this is who you've always been with me. This is how yeah. we act. This is but yeah, I've heard people say that there was a definite switch. Yeah, yeah. Like definite like switch. Like these are not joke drugs, man. Yeah. Like they're serious things. Um, life altering. Life altering. And it's not always good. So keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah. Like if you've got shit that you're trying to avoid, do not do mushrooms because yeah. you will not be able to avoid it. Yeah. Bottom real. line. Like just bottom line. Yeah. Um, yeah, mushrooms, I'll probably do them still going on. I, I've never had microdose. That'd be fun to do for a yeah, month or two. Yeah, that's actually interesting. Yeah, maybe I'll end up doing that at some point. Yeah. Um, acid, I like it. I don't want to do stuff too often, especially yeah. with acid. They say like if you because can really... Because it's synthetic, it's not yeah, natural. It yeah. can really rattle you if you do it too much. Yeah. But then again, like if you're doing it once a year, who fucking cares? Yeah. But there's always a risk. There is 100%. always a risk. Yeah, I knew somebody last year who was doing <laughs> acid or mushrooms almost every week or two, and that was... That's stressful. Yeah. It's fucking stressful. Yeah, like that's how you you wreck your mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, going forward, do we have anything else to say about those drugs? No. Going forward, future drugs. Um, there's two that I there's one that I want to try. I just don't know when. And there's one I'm open to trying. Okay. The one I want to try is DMT. Okay. Um, dimethyltryptamine or whatever. So that is basically like, um, it's kind it's a psychedelic, but it's much more so yeah like you sit there for 10 minutes and i've watched videos where the person doesn't move like the person's yeah. just laying there asleep for 10 minutes that's how we would see it in his mind he's locked in hell for 70 years or he's traveled the universe traveled like, the universe so like yeah the, time is not yeah a thing where where mushrooms acid weed they enhance your surroundings like okay you're not picturing a purple cow or you know you're not mm -hmm. picturing DMT, DMT is all in you your to, mind. To a different fucking place. It is only in your mind. Yeah. And you, you hear people come back and they just like, they they say like, yeah, I, I get it now. Like, and like it changes God, you. I, and mm -hmm. yeah, like I understand. Life it. and the purpose and yeah. the point. Yeah. yeah. Whatever that may be for that person. But it is just that kind of next like, um, next step of just like okay what is what else is there out there you know mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always trying to learn or always trying to expand my perspective so and not just through drugs like you read a lot of books you listen to podcast like yeah. it's not just we're not sitting in here like stoner's lounge no no, like, no no like no yeah exactly yeah. um yeah you want to be aware so yeah dmt i definitely want to try we had it at one point we uh, tested it tested we, everything it. we were figuring out how to actually partake of it but we just but never got around to it i don't think we we're in the right mindset yeah and now, it's somebody that like i would want somebody who's done it who yeah. can sit there with me who knows exactly what might be happening like yeah it exactly. is a, that is one drug that it's not like acid or weed or mushrooms or anything like yeah i could almost be talked into like doing mushrooms or acid at a party if like almost, I, yeah. I could almost be talked into that depending on the party situation never with DMT. never with dmt like that is never never ever ever yeah yeah 100 uh, uh what about the other drug would you try dmt you kind of want i would yes i would definitely try it but again i think and maybe yeah. this has to be with my like upbringing and everything like I always have things going on in the back of my mind that I need to set down hmm. and like, it's fine. You don't need to worry about th this. It's like that anxiety thing where it's yeah. like, you don't need to worry about that. That's tomorrow's yeah. problem, blah, blah, blah. Because of how my mind works and I'm very hyper aware of everything. I worry about DMT because I overthink things. Yeah. And so I would be in there trying to process what's happening instead of just let it happen. Yeah. And that, is not good like yeah. that's the control thing so i would need to be in a spot where i could absolutely give control or yeah. not try it 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Fair playing enough. around seems dangerous. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I know I will try it eventually, but yeah, the settings have to be fucking primo. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then the other one is cocaine. Oh, um, cocaine. Yeah. So I'm gonna start off by saying, like, uh, normally I would say, like. I don't want to do cocaine. Like, uh, you don't want to do something so addictive. It's highly, so highly, highly, highly addictive. addictive. And I feel like the only reason why I want to try it and just see what it's like is because I'm not addicted. Yeah, you. Can I've do tried it other hard drugs. I don't. I don't have that. Like, uh, what do you call it? Like the longing for your first hit or whatever. Mm, you know, yeah. chasing the dragon. You know, I, I'm not chasing the dragon with my life, so I don't feel like I'm gonna have to chase the dragon with cocaine. Yeah, you know? for me especially. Because I'm like aware, it's just kind yeah. of like, oh, okay, that was one experience. Next, yeah, like you'll never, and maybe this is me in life. I'll never be able to replicate anything ever again. That's yeah. not how life works. Yeah, exactly, and that I think really helps. Where like, yeah, like doing acid with you that one day was the best day oh, of my life. But we'll but never I'm not, be able to do it again. I'm not trying to chase that high. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. Um, so I feel like with cocaine, yeah, I might get into it. Like I said, that's what I'm not made up on. Um, yeah, this one's it's a sketchy drug, but. Also, at the same time, tons of people do it and are like, fine, you know, it's it's always the outliers that, you know, are are used as the example, you know, everything in moderation. So Um, I've actually done coke twice. Crazy. Which was so minimal that I kind of forgot about it until now. (laughs) Um, The first time with a guy didn't work. I was like trying to hook up with this guy (laughs) and he was like taking coke and couldn't get it up. So you're snorting lines of coke off his dick or no, what? No, just off the counter. Oh, okay, classy. <laughs> but classy. he couldn't, like, it ruined it. Like, he couldn't get his dick up. And I was like, <laughs> why did you do that then? Like, what are we here for? What are you... I'm, I'm almost... What are we here for? It was crazy. Oh, Actually, okay. I'm pretty sure he was gay. That's a fun story. Ah. We should talk about that one day. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was just kind of like, okay, well, like, okay, that's weird. The next time, it was like a bartender and... I have known him for so long. You actually know of him, which is really funny. Hmm. Um, he t- or he brought it over to my house one day and he tried it, or we tried it, but like it didn't work. Like the same thing that happened the last time, where I was just like, "Well, like, hmm. now I'm just sitting here." Like, yeah. But I think some people have told me that if you've got like ADD and you take coke, it does what ADD medication does. Like it just calms you. Hmm. Like, but if you are on like if you're drunk if you take it it will sober you up and kind of like wake you up again yeah you're like ready to go so i don't know i've tried it twice and that's kind of a thing where it's like well it didn't work twice i'm not gonna do it until it works yeah i'm just gonna accept that it doesn't work yeah so yeah i mean all the power to you i don't know what it's supposed to do it didn't really have an effect on me so i can't really can't really say much to it that one i want to look into some more of like the actual like chemical effect it has this is another one where you can make it out of your bathroom so you have to be careful you got to be careful yeah um yeah so that's kind of my journey with drugs um that's kind of your journey with drugs kind of my Um, journey i will smoke weed till the day i die yeah like weed i feel like that's one of the biggest fucking lies ever like just how demonized it is and how how people see you smoke weed and all of a sudden like some guy came over a while ago and he was like going to youth group and he was like well i don't want to smoke or i don't want to smell like weed so i can't come over to your house and i was like that's not really how that like, works that's fucking but, rude and okay bye <laughs> like yeah. don't come we over smoke outside like, first of all like, enjoy but yeah like it's you just get this there's this idea about it yeah. and that's it people yeah. just are stuck on it and yeah. people ruin pe- other people's lives because i'm of it, glad i didn't and- listen yeah. I'm very glad I didn't listen. Yeah, man, I genuinely feel like I know myself more. I'm able to help other people more 
and I can speak clearly about my emotions and everything that I've been through because of drugs. Hmm. Yeah. And I will say that till I die. Yeah, man. Like they're designed to help you. Mm -hmm. Well, some Some of them are. Yeah. Yeah. But Um, the way that we use it, it's designed to just like amplify and we use it to explore. We use it to dig into ourselves, not affect relationships, not like anything. Even when we do E together, we don't like, it's like an intentional thing for both of us. But I, I don't know, like it's, we can reflect on it. We can, whatever, I'm not managing you. You're not managing me. We're both kind of in control of ourselves, responsible for ourselves. Yeah. And proceed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think, I think, I think my takeaway from doing drugs is just, you know, do as much as you can, as often as you can. As quickly as possible. As, quickly, as young as you can be. As young as you can. Yeah. As much. Make yourself into a super soldier. Exactly. Because also, yeah, this is one of the, the things that LSD was used on. They yeah. were actually given to soldiers because it would make them stronger and faster and like yeah. inhuman abilities. Yeah. Like the Germans marched on meth. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, they didn't feel pain and they didn't yeah. give a fuck. And like meth, I would never try. Never, ever no. try. Like I there are drugs try. out there that you just don't try. It doesn't matter how good yeah. you think or how much in control. You just don't obviously I would try. never do meth. I would never do even like fucking opium, man. Yeah. Like, I won't, None I won't of that. Fucking dabble with that shit. Yeah. No. Scary. Like, yeah. I'm into psychedelics because the hippie said it's cool. So. <laughs> yeah. It, it It's interesting. Yeah. Like it changes your brain and you can usually tell when somebody has done it and not. Like if you talk to somebody oh, yeah. in a conversation long enough, it's not like you just walk by and you can point them out. Like they have a sensor over their head now that because I've done acid, you can yeah. see. No. No. But like if you talk to somebody, you, nine their understanding ten, levels, their yeah. comprehension levels, their compassion their empathy you know when people have done mushrooms yeah you always know or acid yeah it's 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 fun what a world what a world i never thought i'd be into yeah um yeah the the loss of control can be a good thing it's good not to be uptight all the time a hundred percent i would rather be happier and chill than like need for control and need to like and i'm not I don't think that I medicate myself with weed by any point. Like mm. I can go off of it. I can stop whatever. Yeah. But I would rather be calm and chill than not. Yeah. And like we smoke a lot and it's not even that expensive. Like yeah. it is, but it's not, but it is, but it's not. We like, have budgeted People spend in, more like, fucking money on, on alcohol and, or dinners out yeah, or whatever. You know, there's a thousand things. It's not even that expensive and to just be fucking that zen most of the time yeah Yeah. that's what i would say zen our house is very zen we're just quiet we're relaxed we're calm yeah we never yell there's no yelling in our house there's (laughs) no no, like anger in our house we're just kind (laughs) of yeah it's super chill (laughs) thanks thanks drugs yeah thanks for the moral of the story (laughs) children do drugs Jeez. yeah don't do drugs if you're you're, and again like i will say this again i would say like I was too young to be yeah. doing the drugs that I did. Yeah, you don't want to do them till you're at least twenty five. Yeah. Like that's when your brain is kind of done developing. Like that. And again, when you're, you're twenty five, all your young kids who are like, "Oh, I want to do drugs." Do it after you're twenty five. Yeah, like do it when you have your own house to do it in, and yeah. you're not worrying about parents coming in. And like, it will be better for yeah. you. And especially with weed, there's so many studies of how how it just like. The impacts on the brain mm-hmm. is like 10 times more if yeah. you're younger than if 25. Younger. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, you got to know the risks. You got to not be fucking stupid. Yeah. So and again, don't just smoke weed and say that you can throw out 
prescription pills or anything. Sure, like, like exactly. Weed is not a prescription drug. Yeah. It is not a chemical altering substance. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's a fun lot of duck drug talk. It, uh, uh, uh. Am I high right now? Uh, 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 no. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, that's a lot of fun drug talk. Um, it would change it, man. Yeah. That's all I can say. It'll so change it. what's one thing, if somebody asked you about drugs, what's one thing you would say? Try it for yourself. Mm. Yeah. Don't fucking listen to what I'm saying. Don't listen to what other like, people are saying. Do your own research. Watch your own videos. Yeah. Talk to your doctor. Hey, I was thinking about doing this. The doctor will likely say, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. But if you're going to do it, here's what you need to know. Like, and if there is something serious there, he will say, don't do it. The, yeah. It messes like, just with so you know, we've seen a thousand me. patients come in. My doctor and I are BFFs. Like, <laughs> anything that I put in my body, I'm like, listen, I'm going to do this. Just so you know, I need to know how it's going to affect me. And it's his job to make sure that what I do is yeah. safe. So he's not going to say, no, I'm not going to give you advice on that. Yeah. He'll tell me no and then tell me what to do. Like, <laughs> you got to be friends with your doctors. Like, the doctors, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, and therapists. I've talked to my therapist about drugs too. Cool. And hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Again, I would do it. I would yeah. do acid again. I'm yeah. so fucking happy I did. It ge- it genuinely changes, changed who I am. Yeah. I'm a nicer person. I'm more understanding and I feel like I'm more compassionate and empathetic because yeah. of it. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks everyone for listening to our show. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear your stories. Send us in. Uh, have you had a crazy trip? Have you had a life-changing trip? Have, uh, do you just enjoy weed because it? Send it's us chill in. Or it's chill, or you detest weed because your oh, dad okay. was no, high all the, the time. No, here's the good weed question. Do you like indica sativa? Ooh, send us your questions. Send us your whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, email all your answers and yeah. Yeah, email us at pillow talk with mark and b at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook or pillow or Facebook or Instagram at pillow talk with mark and b. And if you are still listening to the show, that is boom an hour and twenty six minutes. Boom, boom, boom. That's, that's one dollar on Patreon. That's so go $1. support the show on Patreon at pillow talk with mark and b. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really does help a lot when you can support the show. You know, there's heating costs and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's other, co- okay, there's no cost. Just <laughs> give us your, <laughs> um, next week it's Christmas. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do a Christmas episode. Okay. So, so we're just going to kind of break down what Christmas has been like growing up, what they are. Read through now. all of the five books of the Bible. Oh, there's only five. well about the jesus story five six the jesus story (laughs) i don't know i don't know yeah we're gonna break like talk about yeah our childhood stories yeah what did we enjoy growing up did we get any cool traditions Mm -hmm. and i'm sure that a lot of people can relate with me when christmas isn't always a happy-go-lucky thing sometimes family fucking sucks there's arguments over the dinner table like christmas could christmas can be extremely stressful so (laughs) we want to talk about it so send us some stuff um Send us some of your Christmas stories, yeah. your Christmas you know, nightmares. <laughs> we're here to talk about it. You're not alone. <laughs> Very um, cool. And yeah, for everybody, well, because we're going to release that after Christmas, but everybody have the best Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy. Merry, Merry, Happy New Year's. Merry, Happy New Year. Happy Christmas. Yeah. Happy holidays. <laughs> well, thanks for the pillow talk, B. That was very nice. So nice. Thanks, um, babe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks okay. for joining us, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for listening.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.